Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Loudermilk. And I always think like I sound like Jay-Z when I say that, but I'm like the whitest guy you'll ever meet. So I know I don't. <laughs> got another hell of a show lined up. As always, I've got my PIC, Mark, the Fitness Ninja Zamanoff with me. Help me fly this Fit Pro plane. And we've got some damn good special guests on today, which I'm going to let Mark introduce. But before we do that... As always, I need you to do something for me. We show up every week for you. I need you to show up for us. Go ahead, like, do all the things. Hey, take a screenshot, put it on the gram, tag us at the Fit Pro Bros, and let's get this out in front of more Fit Pros so that we can help our brothers and sisters get paid what they're worth. Damn, I nailed it this time. All right, Mark, I'm going to pass it off to you, buddy. So what we're going to do is we're going to take that little clip, and then we'll just keep that. And we'll insert it into every episode from, from now moving forward. <laughs> this performance brought to you by Rockstar. If you are a representative of Rockstar, I'd love to be an affiliate. <laughs> uh, John took his pre-workout today. It's fantastic. <laughs> awesome, man. Yes, we do have a great show. We have guests, per- uh, uh, plural today, which is really, I think this is the first time we've had two guests at the same time. This is awesome. Yeah, I think it is. This is awesome. So here's who we have today. We have Michelle Rea. She is a fellow Apex member for our Apex fam. I'm sure a lot of you listening hear us speak of them often. She is a member of the USAPL Federation. That's powerlifting, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about moving some weight. <laughs> uh, she's a sponsored athlete by Authentics, which we'll get into that as well. And she has worked for a biotechnology company for the last seven years. So diverse, I love it. And we have her business partner, Carlos Lucia, Lucio, sorry. He's the owner of MNTL Fitness in Bryan, Texas. I hope you guys aren't Aggies. Uh, so welcome to the show, guys. Glad to have y'all. Hi, Glad to be you. here. All right, so y'all know the drill. We start with a story. So what you got for us today? So. <laughs> So I have this friend that I've known for a few years and, you know, we're always picking on each other and he's always telling me, oh, you can't handle my workouts. And um, so I, you know, I'm like, you should sign up with Carlos. I'm like, you haven't met Carlos yet. And um, I'm like, Carlos pushes me a lot. And so he signs up with Carlos and on the first day, literally within minutes, he's over there throwing up. (laughs) I'm like, yes. (laughs) Um, It felt, you know, I haven't fainted or thrown up with Carlos yet, so that's a good thing. Um, And, uh, you know, Carlos, he's a very good coach, and I'm very grateful to have met him. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. A lot of people are quick to be like, oh, I can handle this and that, but you don't know until you're throwing the fire. 
you know, makes sense, right? Um, but no, definitely. He's talking about Tyler. He's one of our clients. He's a super great guy. Uh, very hard working. But Ryan's well. So uh, yeah, it's good to have them both. You know, I, I told somebody this morning in the gym, I said, you know, we all need a good humbling from time to time. And, Without uh, a doubt. Yes. <laughs> You're telling me. So, like, I don't know if you guys know. Mark knows. I, I, I hired a trainer uh, named Dante Smiley. This guy's a huge personality. And I'm just having nothing but, like, so that's what that feels like moments with this guy. Like, it's so freaking humbling to go in there. And he's, like, basically, like, I'm the captain now and, like, everything that we do. And um, I think that it's a great reminder that we can all be pushed to a higher level. And, you know, when we come in with the right mindset of like, you know what, I'm just going to do what I'm supposed to do and, and take this advice and really just kind of, you know, appreciate the moment and what we're at right now. Dude, that's where all the success comes from. And I've been loving it. So what you just said, just remind me of that, which I get reminded three times a week now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So let's, let's get right into this. I want to know about your gym. How long have you been there? What's the, what's the style of gym? Is it a training facility? Is it a membership gym? And kind of tell us what your niche is and the type of people that you look for. Um, so we've been in operation for about a year. Um, so we started uh, last year in May. Um, and ideally, we started more off as a um, training studio. So we're uh, specializing in one-on-one -on -one training. And the reason being just because, um, you know, we started from a smaller um, – uh, we started smaller, basically. We started from a thousand square feet. Um, so we didn't have the space to be able to accommodate um, as far as just being, you know, a small business owner. You know, you don't have the capital to be able to start off big, if that makes sense. So we started with a couple of machines, got the necessary things. We had a thousand square feet. We made it work. Um, and then sure enough, three months later, we ended up moving uh, into 2,000 square feet. Uh, so from 2,000, three months later, uh, 3,000 and so on 4,000 was at our old location, which um, it was a warehouse. So no AC, it was outdoor, very, you know, very rugged um, uh, gym per se. Uh, when it got hot, it got hot. When it got cold, it got cold. So yeah, it was a good, I liked it. A lot of clients liked it as well. It brings in a different type of clientele. Um, for certain, the serious ones, right? You're not gonna be out there sweating if you're not serious about it. You're not gonna be out there in the cold. If you're not serious about it. Um, but three weeks ago, we just moved into a new location. So we went ahead and upgraded from 4,000 to um, 5,400 square feet. Um, and we're in town, so we're in a better location, so on and so on. At this point, we are trying to um, focus a little bit more on the open membership type of deal, um, but we're still more oriented towards one-on-one -on -one training. I guess the biggest thing, difference um, from our gym is the community base, if that makes sense. So we're re really trying to hone in on the community, um, bring like-minded people together to get motivated from each other, if that makes sense, right? Um, you're always gonna be able to go farther when you have a support group, okay? Um, and if you, you know, if you like to go to the gym, if that makes sense. And I know going to the gym, it's hard for a lot of people, just for the intimidation, um, you know, not knowing. So you're a little you know, nerve wracked because you don't know what to do. So here we really try to eliminate that. We try to make you feel welcome from the first step you come in here. We introduce you to all the trainers. So if you have questions, you can always ask them um, and not be lost, you know, not give up on your goal just because you don't have the necessary resources. That makes sense. So even if you don't get, you know, one-on-one -on -one training, we really do try to help out the clientele, the members, 
um, with whatever we can, you know, and I think the biggest thing is going to be motivation, right? Having them come in here because ideally, if you don't get a trainer, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get to the goal. It just kind of means that it's going to take you longer to get to that goal, if that makes sense. Um, so without a doubt, by them just getting a membership here, you know, we still are able to push them to the right track, if that makes sense. And um, I feel like that's what really separates the part. Is MNTL, it is an acronym, an acronym um, for mental. So uh, the M stands for mindset. The N stands for nutrition. But when I'm saying nutrition, I don't just mean necessarily by what you eat, which is super, super important, um, but also, you know, audio nutrition, if that makes sense, visual nutrition. So what you're taking in visually, what you're taking in audially, so what you're listening to, if that makes sense, right? Um, and then the next one is going to be T, so it's training. Um, but again, with the training, I don't just mean training your physical. Um, this is one thing we really go off of is mind, body, soul. So putting your, your all into it right? Not just going in 50% or so. So you got to put in your mind, you got to put in your, uh, your physical, even your, you know, your soul, if that makes sense, you have to have a strong sense of faith in something to be able to get out and, you know, be successful. But with the training, it's not just about training your physical, but training your mentality. Okay. That's one thing a lot of people kind of miss on is, you know, having a strong mindset and, you know, practicing that, if that makes sense. So doing what you need to do, whether that's Again, watching videos, motivational videos, reading on uh, motivational, you know, articles and so on and so on. Um, and then same thing with your faith. You know, you got to practice your faith, whatever it may be. You know, you have to be able to practice if that makes sense. Um, and then with the L, it stands for lifestyle. So lifestyle, again, it just wraps it all up in it, right? So you get to mindset, you get your uh, nutrition, you get your training, and all of that ultimately creates a lifestyle that you're going to be able to sustain, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so it's MNTO nutrition and we really try to kind of be more in a holistic practice if that makes sense and bring everything together and tie everything together in. So. Yeah, dude, that, yeah, that's, that's freaking awesome. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a great, it's a great acronym. It totally makes sense. And it really, like that speaks to me, that resonates with me in the style of training that I do that it is more than just showing up in the gym and telling somebody what to eat. Because if we're going to change lives, like it just, it takes the, that whole approach. The other thing that you said, and if you're a fitness coach, I hope you wrote this down. You know, Carlos, you said, look, you can reach your goals without a trainer, but you're going to get there faster with one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, that's a great line in a sales presentation <laughs> right there. I don't care what you're selling. Right. <laughs> and it's just very true. Um, again, ideally, if you have the motivation, you have the will, and you have the purpose to be able to get to that goal, you know, nothing's going to knock you down. You see what I'm saying? If you're a strong-minded individual, you're, you have that work ethic, you'll find a way. You'll research, you'll do what you need to do to get to your overall goal. But ultimately, if you go with a personal trainer, again, you're going straight to the source. You don't have to waste time and do the research on your own, if that makes sense. Um, you have it all already available. You do what you need to do. The trainer is responsible for guiding you towards what you need to do. So it's just, it's really a question of time, if that makes sense, or even effort, you know? I mean, some people don't have time to research, don't have time to put in that extra, you know, to be able to get to their goal. So again, you prioritize and you, you know, you hire a trainer to be able to uh, get you there quicker and to help you, if that makes sense, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, you've got one hell of a value ladder, you know, and 
the thing for me, and I think this is one of the, the, the veins that we've all gone through is the, the person who wants the free, like, oh, can you write down that workout so I can go attempt to do this on my own? And unfortunately, we know what happens. Most people don't actually do anything with it. But for the few people who actually do, dude, I have nothing but respect for those people. Like, hey, I get it. You took the free session, but you actually took what I showed you and applied and got result. Good for you. And I think that's really what it comes down to the end of the day is dude, it sounds like you've created a whole culture around that theme where dude, we just want to help you. You know, obviously we've got ways we can get you there faster, right? And take out yep. the guesswork and, and, and compress time. But if someone's willing to come in and just for a membership and we've got this community where it's like, hey, we're going to help you. You know, a lot of those people I'm sure will turn into one-on-one -on -one training clients. It's, just, it's not if, it's when, when you create that culture. And sounds like you've got your team dialed into that. So I know Mark's got questions. I've got one. How did you instill that culture into your team to make sure that those trainers understand that alignment with the assignment? So first and foremost, it's going to start from the top. Um, so you, you know, me, myself, I have to lead by example. Right. I can't be, um, you know, expecting my trainers to, um, I guess, lead in a certain way when they're not led mm. that certain way, if that makes sense. Um, as far as just, um, you know, with the lifestyle, I mean, how am I going to be able to preach somebody what I don't do? That's the biggest thing, if that makes sense. So it has to start with me. I have to follow the plan. I have to put in the work in the gym, even on the diet plan and lead by example. So that I guess in a sense, you've got that respect from the trainers, from the employees. And they're like, hey man, look at this guy. Uh, he's doing it himself. So, you know, that is how it's supposed to be done if that makes sense. Um, but as far as that, yeah, it just starts with the leader being encouraging, being motivational, leading by example. And um, I mean, just managing, holding them accountable. Um, you know, um, just holding periodic trainings, if that makes sense, meetings, having everybody on the same page. Um, and again, just really, really just trying to help, 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 help out the trainers so they can help, help out the clients, if that makes sense, right? You're not about to help out the clients if you're not even training your trainers to perform at a certain level. So it starts from the top to the bottom, trickle down. So it, you need to lead by example, the trainers lead by example, and then they show the trainers how to be able to, you know, Man, live I the love lifestyle. how simple you keep it. You're like, I just do it. And they, <laughs> no, right. and, they, and they follow and obviously you're, you're holding people accountable and we're developing skill sets but at the end of the day people follow a lot more what you do than what you say and it sounds like you do a lot of this and that does the talking for you yeah but that is out, and that's where it comes from um you know before i even uh became a trainer before i even became a uh, fitness manager um you know i was in the gym for eight years eight years even before I started like getting to professional fitness, if that makes sense. So that's the biggest, um, you know, that's going to be the bit, your biggest, how would you say, um, advantage is experience. You see what I'm saying? Doing it yourself and actually going through it so that when you talk to a client, you're able to connect with them and actually be able to be like, Hey, look, I've done it myself. Right. I know how hard it is, you know, and the, you know, and they feel it especially when you hone in on specific points when you're like, you know, you're on those last couple of reps, it's burning so much and you want to let it go. But what do you do? You know, you either fail or you go. Right. Um, but when you hit those points, they, it, it sparks them, you know, their eyes flare up and they're like, Whoa, this guy actually does it. 
So he knows, he knows how I feel kind of deal. And, um, and just making them feel comfortable, being able to relate to them, right? Because um, it's not an easy task. You know, it is tough. And we all need that motivation to be able to keep on going. Um, but experience is what, I, what, what is going to be the difference between breaking or being successful. Um, and not just in the experience or not just in the uh, business or in the product side of it, which is personal training, but even in business. You see what I'm saying? Um, before I opened up my business, I, um, I worked for TrueFits. I worked for uh, Fitness Connection in Houston. Um, so I was actually in the field. You know what I'm saying? So I actually, you know, ran, I ran three clubs. So I ran three clubs and uh, each one was a progression. So it started from a smaller club to a bigger club to a bigger club. So again, experience, not just in the products, not just in training, but experience in business, knowing how to run a club from the inside out, if that yep. makes sense, is, is what makes the difference, if that makes sense. So Oh, for sure. I, I did my time at Fitness Connection. I remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, so so Michelle, Michelle sitting over here all quiet. Uh, so tell us how you are involved with with mental fitness, and and what your plans are as far as integrating into this. Because I know you're a little bit newer to being in. In, in like in the business of fitness, but obviously not new to fitness itself. So talk about that a little bit. Um, so mental and here I train with Carlos five days a week and uh, we got to know each other through that. And so now I'm going to be working with Carlos handling like all the money aspects of it um, and, you know, kind of help out with um, gaining, I guess, the attention of the general audience or the general public. Um, and what we've been training together for what, a few, three, four months or so. Yeah, about three months. Yeah. Going on four months. Mm -hmm. And he's been really good. Um, he's showing me how to like gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. Um, I met Carlos, what, about two years ago or so? Um, and that's when I just started getting into powerlifting. And uh, I went to a small competition that they were hosting. And I was like, oh, you know, this is a nice little gym. And my trainer that I had then, he moved away. And so I'm like, I need someone to keep showing me how to do powerlifting. And he's really good at it. He can squat over 600 pounds. Um, so I'm like, you know, why not get this coach? And so we've been training ever since, what, four months ago or so. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, me, myself, a little bit of my background, um, you know, I competed competitively and collegially uh, powerlifting. So I do have a strong um, background in competition. And that, I guess that's one other point. I should have done on the other when we were speaking earlier uh, was just, you know, not just only living the lifestyle per se, but if you're going to be a coach, if you're going to be, if you're going to teach and you're going to be able to, uh, you know, instruct, you need to live it at the highest level, if that makes sense, right? Just because, um, again, being a leader, being a coach, it takes a lot, you know, and you need to know the ins and out and you need to go through the fire, you know, before you're able to help anybody else, if that makes sense. Um, but with Michelle, um, you know, I guess as a, as a company, we did a, a deadlift party event, right? It was our first, uh, our first event 
And ideally, yeah. Um, ideally, we just threw an event, and it was a uh, best pound for pound deadlift. Basically, gets uh, gets the you know the prize. Um, and we had a great turnout. Um, it was our first ever, and I guess the whole point of it just to bring in that community, um, you know, that community vibe. And it was an, it was amazing. You know, um, it definitely gave us a turnout we were looking for, even in our small little studio. Um, we had everybody in there deadlifting, and Michelle was one of them. So um, yeah, she she deadlifted in there, and from then, you know, right off the back again, we didn't start training because she had her trainer, but um, we got to meet. You know, we networked, and um, I mean, you know, I can tell she's a genuine person. So from there, she just kind of had the the um, you know the name of mental fitness right from that little event there, and sure enough, a couple of months later, you know, she was uh, training with me. So it was it's an amazing experience, definitely, just because that was the goal all, all along was to be able to throw events, you know, bring the community in there and be able to impact somebody, you know, um, we've done three so far. So we've done a uh, deadlift party. We've done a uh, squat on. So just squat, best pound for pound squat, which was amazing too. Good turnout. Um, plenty of people came in, plenty of exposure, plenty of impact. I think is the number one thing. Um, and then the third one was, uh, was a bench bash so bench you know coming from powerlifting right we wanted to focus on all three so we did a bench bash best pound for pound bench um which that one yeah ironically we took we had more time to promote that one but it ended up being the the most smaller one of the events right um but it was still fun right we kicked it we had uh, our people in there we had a good little competition but we did have one guy and he was Tyler, which is Michelle's friend um, who came out and he was, he was stoked about it. Right. At the end of the event, he came up to me and he was like, man, I love this. This is what I want to come. Like, this is what I, what I want to be a part of. Like, this is fun for me. Um, and even then, even though the event was so small, you know, just the fact that I was able, you know, we were able to uh, impact at least one person was perfect, was exactly what we were looking for. Um, so, yeah. I'm pretty so, sure Mark wants to fly down there now. Yeah, I want to. I want to deadlift. That's <laughs> yeah, you are more than welcome. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, since moving into the new one, we haven't done an event, but we'll we'll definitely be kind of rock and rolling on that end, just because again, it, it keeps entertaining for us, for the clients, for the you know, it gives us something to do, kind of like little kickbacks, and um, it keeps us connected. You know, it keeps us motivated. So. And again, if we're able to throw an event and get, you know, one or two people to come out that haven't, you know, checked us out, that's all we're looking for. But again, ideally just be able to impact people and um, just let them know they're not the only ones out there per se. You see what I'm saying? Like there's plenty of other people you can connect with that are just like you, you know, and you just got to find them. So, yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, you can never go wrong doing things you're passionate about. So when you have something like that, that, you know, you have an extensive background in it, Michelle, you're involved in it. You guys love it. So it's, you know, people feed off that type of energy. So it may be weird to, you know, burn boot camp down the road for me. Is it going to do a, a, a squat off? But, you know, you, you put that out there and people are like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And I know that fool can lift a shit ton of weight. So let's go do it. You know, like I would show up just to watch people lift a bunch of weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some people. That's just fun to me. That. Yeah. So, um, definitely, man. Um, you know, just do, yeah, They're doing it for sure. 
So I gotta, I gotta know. So the, the, the deadlift, what was the, or who was the winner? Like how much did they lift and how much did they weigh? Uh, so, um, Jose ended up being our official winner, um, which she was just, um, it, it's just funny because same thing. So Jose is part of our team now. He's actually the gym manager, facility manager. But way back when, and it was about a year ago, right around, um, he wasn't even part of the team. He wasn't even part of mental fitness. He just came in just to deadlift. Um, and he ended up deadlifting 555 at around 200 pounds, I want to say 205 pounds. Um, but he initially just came out just to compete, you know, and, um, just enjoy the day. And, uh, sure enough, he just kept on coming around and around and, you know, I was like, Hey man, this guy lives a lifestyle. So that's first and foremost, I was like, you know, he gets after it. Um, but at the end of the day, he had that drive to be able to want to grow, right. To be able to, um, to excel right in, in this profession. So I went ahead and brought him on board, you know, and, um, he's been with us, you know, part of the team for, I want to say um, four, four, four or five months now. Um, and he's, you know, he's doing nothing but good things. And, um, you know, I appreciate him on that end. But yeah, he was at, it was 555 at, um, at 205. I ended up pulling two deadlifting that day. Um, and I, I ended up pulling uh, at 177 pounds, I pulled 610. Um, but Again, I'm not about to go in there and win my own event, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so I went ahead and uh, just for fun, right? I went ahead and then went in there, but um, but yeah, it was a good event. It was a good event. We had another guy pull um, seven fifteen seven no six fifteen. I'm sorry, six fifteen six twenty, but he was weighing around two sixty, so he was a bigger guy for sure, more of a bodybuilder style. So he was a lot, he was muscular, but he had he had a lot of weight on him, which he did pull the. He pulled the most, but pound for pound was what we were looking for. So you're telling me the secret to finding the right team members is deadlifting competitions. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds it's like part it. of the hiring process. So like, oh, do I need an application? Nope, you're going to deadlift. We're going to see how much you deadlift, and it's going to tell me everything I need to know. <laughs> and if I In see way, you sumo, hey. you're out of here. Say it again. I said, if I see you sumo, you're out. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I pull sumo. You know, and I did end up pulling the uh, the the six ten sumo as well, um, but you know it's just a big powerlifting thing, and um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. Uh, but Wait, I don't care what it is. <laughs> and ideally, I mean, as far as what what you said, um, Jonathan was, um, you know, being, I guess, the leader in in of the business or something big in, entirely, right? Not just business. I mean, you have to have a sense of, uh, you know, you have to be able to read people, right? Um, just by the conversation, so on and so on, to be able to recruit. Because I would say recruiting, you know, is probably, you know, one of the tougher tasks in business mm -hmm. because, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. You know, you don't know who you're going to get. You can in interview the individual, but they're going to be, you know, they might just be putting up a front to get the job per se, right? A couple of weeks later, they turn out to be someone you're not, you know, you didn't know or you didn't expect to be. And it just ends up wasting time and so on and so on. So um, the biggest thing, and I guess it, I don't know if it works for other business per se, but in fitness, you know, uh, you could go out to the gym floor, you know, talk to a couple of people. And if they like the gym, if they like the environment, they like the, the product, being a good leader, you're able to develop, you know, employees and develop, uh, develop staff, develop training, right? 
as long as the core values are there, mm. you, you know, you're able to really, you know, again, develop the individual to what they want to be, if that makes sense. Whether it's a trainer, whether it's front desk, whether it's a salesman, so on and so on. So that's really what I look for. I look for the, the core values, um, body language, eye contact, um, and so on and so on, right? Um, word choices even, you know, how are they speaking, what are they speaking, so on and so on. So that's what I'm looking for when I'm ideally I'm trying to recruit or if I'm just trying to impact somebody at that point as well, right? If you're just trying to have somebody in here for the gym and let's say they can't, they're not able to afford a gym membership or something like that, right? But they're being genuine and they, they really want to get to the goal and they have every best intention for themselves to get to that goal. Well, hey, look, I know you're, you're being honest, right? I, I know you're not lying per se, you know, because anybody would want to get a free membership, blah, 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 blah. Right. But boom, so on and so on. So it's very versatile to be able to use that for X amount, you know, or for so on. I think we just got our clip for the episode right there. Yeah. Uh, man, you, you nailed it, the nail right on the head with core values. And like, you know, if you've been in this business for any length of time in a leadership position, we, we know that's one of the biggest pains that we go through is finding the right people, bringing the right people on, developing the right people. And, and like you said, sometimes you don't get what you signed up, right? And, and that's kind of like dating. That's like anything. Right? <laughs> it is. It, um, it is it is yeah and, and i think it's like that's something that you only learn by going through the process and i can tell you went through a lot of that a fitness connection i know i did um <laughs> refining that and being able to spot like those red flags and then also seeing the okay cool i just saw this characteristic in you that actually translates really well into our core values because like you said we can train people on how to be better trainers like that that's a learnable skill but being a good human being, you can't train that. You either have that or you don't. So, yeah, that's the clip. This it's, <laughs> it's definitely tough to come around. But, um, you know, ideally, building a business, building any big, you don't do it on your own. It's, it's hard to do it by yourself. You need a team. You need a support system. Just like me having my trainers, right? I mean, you need to have that, those people around you to be able to excel together, if that makes sense. If you're going to be selfish and if you're going to just look out for yourself, odds are, you know, it, it's not going to work, if that makes sense. And it just depends on the business, I will say, too. Um, but ideally, you need a team. You need to be able to recruit. You need to be able to develop and manage, you know, your staff and head towards the right direction to be able to excel in a proper, you know, in a timely manner. Right. Because, yeah, you could do it. It's just like training. Again, you could do it by yourself. But how long is it going to take? You could build your business by yourself, but how long is it going to take you to build your business, if that makes sense? Um, so, you know, not just with recruiting, but with just general everything. You know, it's, it's what you're really trying to spot on and trying to look for. Well, hope you take notes, folks. <laughs> for, real, for real. So let's talk about what's, what's coming up next for both of you. So, Michelle, I want to know, when are you competing? And, and what's, your, uh, what's the training look like for that? Um, I won't be competing until next year. We're going to try to go to state next year. Nice. So maybe sometime in August, October. Cool. Um, and we train, what, six days a week and about hour and a half, two hours every day. Um, yeah. We have like just a back day, just like a leg day, um, a chest day. And we focus on that for like an hour and a half, two hours. And it's pretty brutal. <laughs> It's definitely tough. Um, I guess the way I, I, I'm, I have um, 
Michelle planned out on her workout split is um, when we're on when we're in season per se and we're uh, prepping up for a uh, a powerlifting meet, you know, anywhere from eight weeks to twelve weeks out, we're starting to you know strength block. We're starting to go heavier. We're starting to focus on the big three mainly, uh, getting the, the the technique down, getting the overloads, getting the um, the deload weeks in, and everything like that. But now, since we're, we're in the off-season, we're focusing more on the in-between muscles, what I like to call it. So all the stabilizers, um, the core, right, um, your lower back, so on and so on. So we're targeting her more as in a bodybuilding split, if that makes sense. Um, so dividing every body part more into, um, into, into specific, right, the shoulder, chest, back. But within those, we're, we're not – so like per se on legs, when, when it's in-season, we're doing a lot of squats. We're doing a lot of heavy squats, right? Um, and squat, squat, squat. We might even squat for about an hour or so. Um, but when we're in the off season, I have her doing more leg press. I have her doing one leg uh, full gear and split squats to be able to balance, uh, train the core, train the stabilizers, the abductors, the adductors, um, you know, quad extension, supersets, drop sets, so on and so on, high volume to be able to, to develop the muscle tissue to be able to produce more force in a sense. Because ideally, powerlifting is going to be more so technique form, right? If you can have the form and the technique down, all you have to worry about is the, the, the force being produced. But if you don't have your technique down and you're producing force, a lot of force, that's when injury happens, right? You round your back on a squat, but you're still pushing, you're still pushing, guess what? You're going to herniate a disc. Um, so form, technique, in-season, off-season, we're really trying to build that muscle tissue and that conditioning, that stamina. Um, one thing too, before we compete, we're, we're gonna go ahead and drop a weight class. So that's one big thing that's gonna benefit her a ton is going from 84 plus to the 84 um, weight class, um, which ideally, if we can get her stronger, we can uh, get her weight down, pound for pound, she's getting stronger, right? And ideally, I think that's the biggest thing to focus on is your, is your pound for pound. Right, because you could be big and push a lot of weight, but again, if the if the guy next to you is smaller and pushing the same weight, who's stronger actually? Yeah, you see what I'm saying. But yeah, so um, a lot more volume, you know, focusing on the weight loss, focusing on cardio. Cardio is super duper important, even for uh, for us weightlifters, right? Uh, yeah, Michelle's over here like no, no yeah, cardio. Y'all can't see it, but Michelle shaking her head no, like a yeah. like a true lifter shaking her head no at cardio. Yeah. And nobody likes cardio, but it is very beneficial for multiple reasons, right? Not just for your breathing, not just for your heart, right? But um, that conditioning and stamina, right? When you're doing a set of 12 on squat, let's say with a plate or with 225, by, you know, the eighth rep, you're going to start gassing out. You're starting to run out of oxygen, right? Your muscles are starting to run out of oxygen, but that's because of your stamina. That's because of your cardio, your, your conditioning. So by increasing your cardio, increasing, you know, your Stairmaster time or so on, so on, it's going to lead to more repetitions in the movement, which is going to lead to more muscle at the end of the day. So more rest, more sets, you're going to get more volume and you're going to get more muscle, right? Um, so cardio is one something that we definitely have to hone in on and just improve for overall performance, if that makes sense. It might not be a... Um, like a muscle building property per se or a attribute, but it is a, uh, it's a performance enhancing. And everybody knows if you can perform your best in the gym, you're going to see more results. I love how you just turned into sales mode right there. I'm like, all right, Michelle, here's why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> 
was he's, up. It was science. The bet was up. He was yeah, watching. Like, okay, back and, and play this clip anytime she questions. Right. <laughs> I want you to listen to minutes thirty-three through thirty-six, and it will tell you everything you need to know. Uh, so, Carlos, what is what is your plan for the gym? What are your aspirations for the gym over the next six months? I mean, we're already halfway through twenty twenty-one, so. Where do you see your gym going and what are you looking to accomplish in 2022? So in the next month, in the next six months, uh, heading towards uh, 2022, really um, just um, stabilizing the business per se. We're still a young business. Um, so just getting all the basics down, all the, all the foundation. Um, for now, one of our biggest thing is just renovating, right? We need to renovate the place. We need to paint. We need to fix here, fix there. So um, finalizing the, uh, the, the floor plan per se, um, finalizing the business plan and everything, the inner structure, because there's an inner and there's an outer structure, right? There's a product and then there's a business side of things, the admin. So the back end, front end kind of deal. So getting everybody on the same page, getting everybody, everything stabilized and uh, really just running the operation and being able to impact as many individuals as we can, um, get client success, right? Be able to develop people within the company as well to be able to reach goals. Um, but ideally what I'm really looking for for mental is just to be a, um, a community-based fitness center. Right now we only have one location. Um, ideally I would like to have two, you know, expand to two locations um, in the Bryan College Station area, which is, you know, it, it's a big area. Um, and ideally to make it more efficient for, for clients opening up um, another, another facility at the other end of the, of the town, if that makes sense, to be able to just be a little bit more, um, more convenient for people. But ideally, just be the overall best facility you can. We have this little award here and uh, at the Brazos Valley, it's called uh, like best of the Brazos. So ideally, you know, each year you nominate a business by category, whether it's food, whether it's fitness, whether it's this and that. And basically you just get an award and uh, um, basically just saying, you know, you're the best quality, you know, gym out here. So that's really what we're trying to um, accomplish if we can, you know, get back-to-back um, -back awards, if that makes sense, just to be able to really show that, you know, we're here for the clients, that we're able to produce, you know, client success and change people at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're looking for. Awesome. Uh, I just, I love the focus on impact. I love the focus on getting results and making a difference. And, you know, in my opinion, when you, when you lead with that, it's, it's extremely hard to fail. Like that's it just, is. that's just good business. It's being a good human being, which the world needs more of. And uh, yeah, you guys are going to crush yeah. it. So as we, as we wrap this up, I have a couple of little rapid fire questions that I would like both of you to answer separately. All right. So number one, what's the most weight you've ever lifted and leg press doesn't count. <laughs> the most I've ever lifted. Um, uh, would have to be a 700 squat, but it was equipped. Um, so I had equipment on for powerlifting, this uh, squat suit and uh, some knee sleeves. But yeah, it was uh, 700 pounds on a squat. That's so much damn yeah. weight. I, equipped or not, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it was tough and it's heavy, man. But um, at that point, when you get up to the, that level of weight, uh, everything has to be on point, stabilization, technique, form, because any little slip uh-huh. could lead to a serious injury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about yourself? Mine is only half of that. It's like 355 is the most. It's still pretty damn good, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I was to say, that's, uh, that's still beast mode right there. I hope my trainer's not yeah. listening to this right now. <laughs> Jonathan, I heard your response, but we're, I guess we're doing tomorrow. Grief. That's a lot of weight, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Second question. What's your favorite cheat meal? My favorite cheat meal will have to be French toast. Yeah, fresh food. Yeah, fresh toast, some uh, eggs and bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I love Nutella French toast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what about you? Mine is pizza. I love cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. And with the stuffed crust. <laughs> the show, I am too a fan of the stuffed crust. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, like, once you do stuffed crust, there's like, you, you can't go back. Yeah, exactly. it's not back. I've experienced heaven. Like, but you can't do anything outside of that. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all remember <laughs> that pizza? Pizza had, had the one where the crust was like mini uh, corn dogs all around it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I sure do remember that. Oh, yeah. 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 Mini corn dogs? Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> it was like a flower, like all around it, just mini corn dogs. I'm going to, I'm going to fact check you after this one. <laughs> All right, last question. If you could have a billboard with a message for everyone to see, what would be on the billboard? It would have to be a, a quote. My, uh, my general manager says, uh, one of my best friends is, um, there's only one way, and that's the hard way, with mm-hmm. a mental fitness logo right on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Speaking my love language, <laughs> yeah, that's, so yeah, that's that's good shit right uh, there. What about you, Michelle? Uh, if it was allowed, mine would be the Apex quote. Uh, do the fucking work. <laughs> that would be mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense why y'all partnered up. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle definitely has the mindset, the work, like, to accomplish really what she what she needs to do. You know, yeah. and, I, and that's one of the things that, I really, um, that really stood out to me. Well, she has a, a, you know, an unbeatable work ethic and uh, not only work ethic, but mentality. You know, she, she doesn't make excuses. She gets the job done, even if it takes her, you know, so and so on. So um, without a doubt. Awesome. Well, and, you know, I, I've said for years, like you can tell the way people operate in life by the way they operate in the gym. And so when you got, you know, both of you guys being competitors, understanding the dedication, commitment, discipline, you know, all those things that it takes in order to compete at that level, like there's a mindset that comes along with it and weak-minded people don't compete in those things because it's hard and it hurts and it's a struggle and it's a process and there's delayed gratification, all those things. So like John said, I mean, it kind of just totally makes sense that you two have partnered up to crush this thing. And uh, I'm excited for you guys. You know, uh, if you're listening to this, like this is really the first time any of us have had a real conversation, which is awesome we get to do this and share it with y'all but you know what what you're building is is unique uh again i think you have the right mindset going into it and as long as you keep that focus that you have i mean sky's the limit for you guys you know y'all are going to make such a great impact 
in so many lives and in the community and for yourselves. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fitness coaches that don't understand that in the long run, you know, the real impact begins with us. And if we can grow personally, then everything around us can grow. So, you know, a lot of times we put so much of the focus out there, which is totally fine, but the real growth is internal. And as long as that's continuing and we keep focusing on that type of growth, then that's, that's where the exponential growth occurs because then you can go and be the light to the world that the world needs and really make that change. So, like I said, I'm, I'm super excited for you guys. I can't wait to see what, what the future holds for y'all. Um, so tell the people where they can follow you, where they can find out more information about your gym and all that good stuff. Um, so we have our Instagram at uh, mntl.fits. Um, it's going to be the same thing for Facebook. Uh, we'll be uh, updating everything on that end just to growth. Uh, me personally, my Instagram handle is uh, C underscore breezy 55 uh, on Instagram. Um, you can follow me there and get all the updates if you are looking for that end and just see the growth overall. So we'll be uh, posting that for sure. What about you, Michelle? Oh, mine is just my Facebook page. Um, just Michelle Rea at the moment. You know, whenever I have my company, eventually I'll create for my company. That's awesome. a plan of mine. I like it. <laughs> With my I like own company. It. You guys are great. Thanks so much for spending this time with us. We really, really appreciate you guys. Wish you all the best of luck. I know we'll be doing business in the future anyway, so I ain't worried about all that. This is only the first conversation of, of many that the four of us will have. I guarantee you that. So again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing. Guys, if you're listening to this, we'll put all the links in the show notes. Reach out to these guys. Follow them on, on the gram and on the books of Faces and uh, you know, help continue to spread the word of, of what being healthy really, really means. And it's so much more than just, just the health and fitness aspect of it. So John, my man, let's close them out the right way, buddy. And before you depart from this episode, be like Carlos and Michelle and go out there and get what you're worth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good show. Damn. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping fit pros get paid with their worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of. Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward. Finally, again, if you like what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get what they're worth.